Welcome to the Real Refreshment Podcast. Join us as we dive into motherhood at the foot of the throne with your host, Rachel Carmen. If you are tired, overwhelmed, and feeling alone, this is the place for you. A place for real moms with real stories, seeking real refreshment found only in the living God. You can visit rachelcarmen.com to join her online community of moms who are taking the dare to be in the word themselves as a top priority in the journey of motherhood. While you're there, be sure to sign up for updates and you will also receive a free gift from Rachel when you sign up. All right, let's kick off this latest episode of the Real Refreshment Podcast. Here's your host, Rachel Carmen. Hello, moms. We're back again in our series, Who is God? Trying to lay a foundation for who he is because knowing who he is, remember, makes all the difference. When we dare to get to know, to seek God in his word and get to know him, it changes everything. It does change our attitude. It changes our actions. It changes our focus. It changes our purpose, our meaning, how we relate to other people, what we prioritize. It changes everything. And so that's why as we're beginning this podcast journey together, this is where I wanted to start. And in fact, last time we talked about who we can come to know God to be in the book of Genesis, just chapters one and two. And I dared you last time to actually read Genesis one and two and see what you can learn about who God is. Today, I want to focus on Psalm 139. And in this Psalm, I want to look at three aspects of who God is, omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. I believe all three of those are evidenced here in Psalm 139. And again, we are not going to be able to knock out an exhaustive list of the attributes of God, but I really believe I want to show you what it looks like to see God in his word. Remember, when we are daring to study God's word, to seek him, to know him so that we can serve him, so that we can trust him and obey him. That is what we are called to do, to serve others selflessly, to sacrifice our lives. Look, all of that is made possible. All of it's made possible. The more we get to know who he is. So again, we did Genesis last time. We're going to do the Psalms today and teaser. Next time, we're going to do a passage in the New Testament. Again, not to have an exhaustive study of who God is, just to lay a basic foundation so that we can step into our next series here on the podcast. So again, Psalm 139, I would invite you to read the whole passage. I've broken down some verses for you. It Again, We're not going to have time to go into the whole thing, but I really don't ever want to exhaust the scriptures. One, because I don't think I can, but also because I feel like my job is to make you want to get into God's word and see what you can find as you seek him in your own daily study. So let's start. Psalm 139 is one of the passages in scripture, a great apologetic for pro-life advocacy, right? Because we see in this Psalm, the very real movement of God in making and forming a new human in the womb of the mother. But before we even get there, right, that's like the third act of this psalm. We have two others before that that are so remarkable and so important. Again, the three characteristics or attributes of God I think we can see in Psalm 139 are his omniscience, which means that God is all-knowing. He knows everything. There's nothing that happens 
nothing that you think of, nothing that you do, anything that you even thought you got away with as a kid or even as an adult that nobody else knows. And maybe no one else does know. God knows because he is omniscient. He knows it all, the beginning and the end and the middle. He is all knowing. That's what it means that God is omniscient. There's nothing that he doesn't know. In the New Testament, we read about even when a sparrow falls, he knows. So mom, I just want you to know this about God. This is such a powerful truth. Your heartache, your hurts, your frustrations, those things that you don't feel like you can get on top of, those things where you feel defeated, all of that, you can rest in knowing that he knows. He knows. And I know that in my own heart, there have been things sometimes that I've wanted or needed someone to know. And you know what I think our real deepest longing of our heart is to be known and loved anyway. And that's what we have in God. We have a God who knows us, who knows us and loves us anyway. All of those things that he knows about us that aren't so pretty, that we wish weren't true, those mistakes that we've made, all of that, he knows that and he loves us. And he doesn't just love us anyway, he loves us lavishly and extravagantly. So that's what it means that God is omniscient. Secondly, God is omnipresent. That means that he is everywhere, all the time, all at once. There's nowhere he's not. And that is such, again, such a comfort. I'm a homeschool mother of seven. I have launched six. And just let me tell you, oh, in addition, we have three grandkids. So let me just tell you, I love knowing that God is everywhere all the time, all at once. Because I've got six out there in the world and three grandkids and two daughters-in-law. And I can't be with them all the time. And when I know they're having a bad day, when they text me and they're having a bad day, please pray. Or when I know they're having a bad day and they haven't texted and I'm praying, right? I can know that they're not alone. And I can assure them when they're walking down life's path, the difficult things in life, I can know that he is with them. And when I have friends whose children are walking off into a far country, or I put my husband on a plane on a business trip, or there's someone that I miss and I can't find a way to get in touch with them, I can know that they are not alone, no matter what their circumstance, no matter what their situation, no matter their sin, if they are in obedience or disobedience, I can know with surety that they are not alone, that he is with them. That's a glorious thing. Finally, God is omniscient, all-knowing. He's omnipresent, meaning he's everywhere all the time, all at once. And he's omnipotent. That means he is all-powerful. He is capable of doing whatever needs to be done. God, one of my favorite songs from the 1990s, and some of you might remember it, and otherwise it just dates me. So there's that, um, is the song that says, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. That's who he is. And perhaps in another podcast, we can just waltz through some of those evidences in scripture that he is the God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. I mean, just a few examples, just, you know, rewind to the book of Exodus, just rewind to God's provision, water from a rock, manna in a desert, walking through on dry ground through the Red Sea, a divided Red Sea. God makes a way where there seems to be no way. When you feel backed into a corner, 
when you don't see an exit sign, when you feel like all of your options are gone, all hope is dead, God is the God who can make a way where there seems to be no way because he's all powerful. He's over it all. He is the ultimate authority. He is the almighty. Rachel Carmen has spoken across the country and around the world to moms about their struggles, successes, fears, and faith. They consistently share three things that zap joy and threaten the hope of moms today. They are overwhelmed, exhausted, and lonely. They want support and practical tools. They want to feel connected. What we have done is put together a community of like-minded moms to accomplish just that. Rachel, a homeschooling mom of seven, knows what the pit of despair is. She relates to the feeling of being overwhelmed, lacking in time in the word. And today, she wants to meet you right where you are. The truth is, you were not meant to do this alone. In the community, Real Refreshment, she will help you learn how to get done what needs to get done, how to study God's word during your season of motherhood, how to make the most of the time given, and how to do it in fellowship with other moms just like you. Moms, we need each other now more than ever. Visit rachelcarmen.com and join the community today. So now let's look now at our passage. Knowing that, Mom, I want you to know that whatever you're facing, whatever you're facing, the more impossible it is, the more possible it is for God. And he's inviting you to lean into him and trust him with that impossibility. What you and I want to do, what I know I want to do so often is just throw up my hands and say, well, that's awful. That's a loss, right? And he's like, honey, would you just give that to me? Because I can do that. I can do that. I'm in the business of doing that. And so let's look, let's look now at our passage. You can tell I get a little bit excited about these things. The first um, six, verses one through six are evidence of God's omniscience. Please listen to the reading of God's word. Verse one, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you understand my thoughts from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down and are intimately acquainted with all my ways, even before words are on my tongue. Behold, O Lord, you know it. You have enclosed me behind and before, behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too high. I cannot attain it. Do you get it? God knows you. He knows you. He knows the thoughts in your head. He knows the attitude of your heart. Before even the words are on your lips, he knows, he knows, he knows you, mom. He knows you. And it says here, such thoughts are too wonderful for me. He knows you. Secondly, in verses 7 through 12, there's evidence in this passage of God's omnipresence. Listen to this as I pick up in verse 7. Where can I go, the psalmist writes, from your presence? Oh, where can I flee? If I ascend to the heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell on the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me and the light around me will be night. Even in the darkness, mom, do you hear that? Even in the dark. 
it says. Even in the darkness, it is not dark to you. In the night, it is bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. Mom, wherever you are, wherever your children are, your husband, anyone else that you love and care for, no matter how dark it seems, it is not darkness to him. And he is there. He is there. He's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. He is everywhere, all the time. He knows your GPS location. You don't even have to have your phone in your back pocket. God knows where you are. Remember those maps that we used to go places? You are here. Sometimes in my life, I've not wanted to be here where I was. I was in denial of where I am. And you know what? Even if I want to deny where I am, God knows exactly where I am. And those people in your life that you're praying for, he knows where they are. And you can pray for them because he knows where they are. And he knows them. So get it? The first six verses, God is omniscient. He knows. The second, verses 7 through 12, he is all present, omnipresent. He knows where you are, knows who you are, knows where you are. And then now let's look at his omnipotence, his all power, okay? And this is found in verses 13 through 16. Now listen. This isn't moving a mountain. This isn't parting a sea, but listen to what it is. I believe that these next three verses point to God's power. Listen, for you formed me. So just pause for just a second here. The psalmist is saying, you know me. You know where I am. Why? Because you made me. You you made me. Mom, God made you. God made that person that you love that your heart is broken over. God made that person that you celebrate today. God made you. You formed me, it says, my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. Mom, are you carrying a new little life within you? The hand of God is weaving a new person together in your womb. Wow. Wow. God is actively, powerfully putting together a whole new person for his glory. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance and in your book are written all my days. Mom. This God that we're seeking to know, you and me, last time we learned that he was creator with authority who provides grace and forgiveness. And today we've learned about that same God who is also omniscient, knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. And he's omnipotent. He's all powerful. Stay tuned and we will continue to learn more about who this God is. I'll see you next time. Thank you listeners for joining us. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. And while you are there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This just helps us to get the message out to other moms that need to be encouraged in their roles as mothers today. If you have a question, we invite you to send it to rachelcarmen.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, you can access Rachel's wonderful resources and real refreshment, the online community. Moms, more than ever, we really do need each other. We need to be challenged and we need accountability in the word. I hope you will join us and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Real Refreshment Podcast.
this, this is my skyship, Dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination, dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.